0: And welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast My name, as you better damn well know Is the A number one Duke of New York Gavril And these are my chipper and lively co-hosts Mr. Kevin Hello And Mr. Chris Hola Uh, Last week we talked uh, a little bit about cross-promotion And Blizzard games, rambled a lot, laughed And maybe learned a few important life lessons along the way This week, we're taking the easy way out, we're sheeping out completely, and we're going to talk about what we love and what we hate so far in WoW, and specifically in Legion. Uh, With that, we're going to jump right in, but first, we're going to go ahead and uh, have a little bit of a bump, a little bit of a word about a cause near and dear to us, Con Before the Storm.
1: Hey, this is Heather and Dave, organizers for our fifth annual event, Con Before the Storm. This event means the world to us and the community, and for the last four years, none of this would be possible without you. Since 2013, when we began as World of Podcasts, every year we have been humbled by the kindness of people in this community.
0: On Thursday, November 2nd, we plan to return with World of Podcasts, our amazing fan art gallery featuring over 200 pieces of unique art, our meet and greet, where content creators like Bajira, esports team like Method, and celebrity personalities like Malik Forte, Pamela Horton, and Michelle Morrow have mingled with fans.
1: Our Kickstarter is currently in full swing. We want to hit our stretch goals to get a larger space, which includes a frog pants and a move TV meetup. Plus potentially some other stretch goal surprises.
2: Thank you for taking the time to check out our campaign and for your continued support, help us kick off BlizzCon celebrations this year at come Before the storm. 2017 party by fans for fans. For more information, please visit kickstarter.com All
0: right, boys, how has your week been so far?
2: Meh. Yeah, it's been alright.
0: <laughs> oh well, that was just so enthusiastic. Like I said, folks, they are incredibly chipper today. They are both just way up there. Uh Chris, what have you been up to this week, buddy?
1: I'm fucking hungover. Um, so uh more nighthold rating. Still clearing it, so Gildan's dead. Yay, we're happy. Um Huzzah! it's two weeks in a row we've cleared it, no problem. So whoop. Uh more heroes of the storm. There it is. Crap ton more Heroes of the Storm. Uh, got Nexus Challenge on European account week two out the way I need to do it on US before it ticks over. So that's going to be the plan today, boys. You and me,
0: buddy. You and me,
1: buddy. Um, And I was playing a non blizzard game. I jumped back into Star Trek Online. It's a lot of fun. I'm still really annoyed about the kind of pay for power aspect to it. But if you ignore that,
0: it's a fun game. Oh, that's the same with all freemium games, though.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's annoying, but it's it's a really fun game. It's
0: I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, that's the reason I dropped Lord of the Rings Online. It's like the freemium thing just kind of got to me eventually. I love that game. Lord of the Rings Online was fantastic, but it's like the whole freemium thing.
1: Because my account was an original account from like when it launched, I uh I have a legacy ship, so I have one of the science vessels that i can actually play on and not be shit so it's not terrible
0: (laughs) all right that sounds like you had a full and an exciting week uh obviously capped off with uh a night of uh drunken debauchery uh preceding this show uh kevin how has your week been buddy
2: um i've had quite a few interesting weeks uh chris um last week as you know i was out and um I was in uh Denver, Colorado.
0: I visited a Ugh. few
2: friends that we play games with out there and had a work event to attend, so that was good times.
0: Yes, and that was terrible playing with both you and Bijan at the same time
2: <laughs> in Heroes. Yeah, so we were um doing a lot of PTR stuff because he had never <clears throat> seen PTR so i got him interested in the loot boxes and we were opening a lot of loot boxes because you could get gems for playing games so we did that
1: even though it was on the
2: ptr and
1: you didn't keep it all
2: but it was still fun it was still fun that was the whole point about that but that's just me i'd argue anyway so um yeah they showed me around denver that was cool i went to boulder saw Daniel. that was fun time too then, um, last week or this week, yeah, this week, um, I took, a, so like last week I took a few we- nights off rating and then this week I took one night off rating because I had a, a lady friend who was in town and I was spending some time with her and, uh, that ended horribly yesterday or no Friday that ended horribly and not for the reason, it not for the reason, reason you're all thinking you. about now. <laughs> No, it's not the no. reason that
0: normally ends horribly for you.
2: No. Yeah. And I also um, I also had an injury that landed me in the emergency room Thursday night, which was uh, good times. Um, so I've kind yeah. of been I took Friday off work and I've just been sitting around playing Hearthstone on my phone because I've realized this is the only thing that you can do when you're sick is play Hearthstone.
0: Yeah, so. because it requires absolutely no thought.
2: Exactly. So I was just on the couch, napping, and then playing Hearthstone, and then napping again and playing Hearthstone, and spending money on Hearthstone, even though I don't barely play the fucking thing. So I, I would that. argue Aww. that doing Mythic Pluses also requires no thought. You could probably do those too. No, well, I couldn't. Well, not with no. some
0: of the changes that we're actually going to be seeing soon. So Currently, though. Some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about a little bit later, possibly, maybe. Don't know, don't know. Maybe. Uh, anything so, else going with you this week, buddy?
2: Yeah, I did get one night of raiding in. I did some Night Hold on Wednesday night. We ended up getting 9 out of 10 down on Heroic. And then Thursday night, which I was not able to at- attend, I heard that they finally killed Gold Dan on Heroic. And uh, we got 10 out of 10 Night Hold in our raid guild.
0: Fantastic. Are y'all going to Mythic?
2: No. No, we don't do Mythic. <clears throat>
0: Well, congratulations, nonetheless. Uh, You you were a couple of weeks behind Chris's Guild, but uh, still a big accomplishment for y'all. So congratulations. Thanks. How about you? I had had to get that dig in uh, about y'all being behind Chris's Guild. Yeah, you did get Um, that
1: dig in. I didn't. That was on you. Just putting that out there. That was on
0: me. That was me. That was me. Uh, The casual non-raider here. Um, I was the nice guy. I wasn't. Um, so this week I've been doing uh I haven't played enough heroes. I need to go and get week two finished up real quick. Probably do that today with at least one of you jackasses. Um Probably, uh, me. probably you. Playing a lot of Hearthstone. I, I just love Hearthstone. It's it's Again, I I talk about Magic the Gathering and other shit all the time, so it's it's something like card games are near and dear to my heart. Um, My blood pressure has been through the goddamn roof, though, because every time I play a deck that I'm having fun with, once I hit that streak point, I go up against the hard counter for that deck every single time.
1: Well, that's just karma because you're an asshole.
0: There is that. Like, it's just it's super, super frustrating. I agree. Like, it didn't matter what deck I was playing. It just, I straightened to a counter every single time. Um, so I played a lot of WoW this week. Um, my work schedule has shifted for, just started last week. Uh, for the next two months, I am, like, overnight leading a remodel process for work. And so I have nothing to do in the mornings when I get home from work and nothing to do on the weekends so I've just been random battlegrounds healing random dungeons on my priest joining random mythics uh, things like that so uh, my week's been kind of boring but oddly enough more more interaction with WoW than I've had in a while so that's weird so yeah that's gonna be it for me this week so uh as we all love to do, it's going to be time for our listener feedback section, uh, which is typically very small. We love you all, but please talk to us more. So, Kevin, did LB have anything for us this week?
2: Yeah, LB has. It's it's time for the part of the show called LB's Corner, where we solicit feedback yeah, from that. one listener, Mr. LB, who has uh, classic things to share with us. Uh this week he opted to go to something that he told me I think 2 weeks ago which was should Blizzard do major reworks mid expansion or save major expansion reworks um for the major expansion or save reworks for major expansions instead of like in between releases. Um well his his point here is that he feels like they've destroyed his um his hunter. Uh, during the rework in 7.2 so you know he's wondering if they should save that for the major expansions and not do that in the minor little mini releases coming out in between
1: so no no I was gonna say here's why I think they're the way they're doing it is okay they're doing it at the end of a tier of rating and not in the middle or at the start this is giving people time to learn the changes and be ready for when the next tier of rating comes out. It's, ra- I like the fact that they're shaking stuff up in the middle of an expansion rather than us having to wait until the expansion drops. It's allowing them to do more class balances. It's allowing them to be more innovative with their class design. And it's giving us more content because a redesigned class is new content. It's a new way to look at your class. I think as long as they do it at the end of a raid tier so that it doesn't affect world first races, it doesn't affect anything um, that your guild is trying to progress towards, I think it's good. I think more changes more more, of, more, changes more often isn't a bad thing as long as they're changes that work and fit the class fantasy. There's been some, most mainly with the rogues, I feel like class fantasy hasn't worked, but they're looking well, at that, and they're redesigning it.
0: Well, and, and on that class fantasy note thing real fast, they have said, and I think we actually mentioned this last week, but you know they, they're, they focus too heavily on the spec identity versus the class identity. Exactly. Uh, to the detriment of the class itself. Hunters and so traps. That, <laughs> Hunters and traps. Uh, but I like that they're iterating mid-tier. Now, I'm going to tell you, back when I raided, I would have hated them iterating mid-tier. Alright? Because this, like, main, like, okay, so the question is, are we talking, like, the major reworks? Are we talking, like, what they're doing to Hunters right now, or are we talking about the balance passes and, you know, the the upgrades to viability that they've done mid-tier so far?
1: We're talking mainly about the, like, class redesign that the Hunters have seen, and what they're going to be looking at for rogues in the future. Um,
0: I have no issue with them iterating at the end of the tier. In fact, I'll be honest, I have no issue with them iterating mid-tier. Like, the very beginning of the tier, I'd probably have an issue with. But, you know, mid-tier or late-tier, I have no problem with them uh, iterating on the class design. Um, Honestly, if they view... From what I've come to tell with Blizzard, they don't really like pushing out updates, if they can help it.
1: And don't push upgrades unless it's ready. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, And the fact that they're iterating while a tier is still live is a big deal. They that that means that they feel like the changes are significant enough that they need to do them now instead of waiting until the lead up period for the next tier, which is exactly what they're doing right now. Right now they're pushing it while during the lead up because we still have what uh it's June four before it's coming weeks. Out.
1: Four weeks or so. Middle of take? June they said.
0: Yeah. So we've got four to six weeks roughly. Uh before night holds out. I would I'd Two. put my money on four weeks personally. Uh beginning first week of June would be my the guess. second
1: week. I'd go yeah. second.
0: Okay. All right, all right, that's fine, um, but I feel like I feel like if you wait too long, you come into a situation like. I'm trying to think of a good example of it, um,
1: Espeon, please, uh, ra- launch of Legion.
0: Well, there's that, but no, I'm thinking about there was there was one where they, oh, the entire expansion they were garbage. Oh, Ret Paladins in. Was it Cataclysm? No. No. Ah, God dang it. I can't even remember who I'm thinking of. There was there was a class that had an issue. Death all Priest cataclysm.
1: cataclysm. They were reiterated it, upon through the entire expansion.
0: Yeah, and I know that they iterated on priests during uh Sunwell, Sunwell That was a big deal. The iteration to Priest when they changed how uh, Vampiric Embrace and Vampiric Touch worked.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. Ooh, that hurt. That really hurt. Um Long story short, I feel like they've that I have no problem with them doing class class reworks in the middle of an expansion, as long as they push it correctly. Because if they're pushing it out, they feel like the issue is severe enough that it can't wait for a expansion, uh, potentially another year. And I feel like that's the best way to do it. Honestly, I agree, Kevin. Kevin,
2: I I think that this is somewhat of an epidemic in both heroes of the storm and in wow in that you know the the game the live game doesn't feel like the live game anymore to me i think that the number of changes that they're making class balance wise and it's just too much i mean if you're making changes to almost every single spec that exists in the game you know, in this tuning patch that they did for seven point two, it's just it doesn't seem like it's the live game anymore. It seems like we're on a m- massive trial basis, or a massive beta server. I mean, but, but those, I, weren't that, those, those weren't iterative; those, those, those
0: were those were iterative. Though we weren't, they weren't reworks; they were iterative changes.
2: I mean how many iterations can you freaking make to the game i mean i feel like every single patch they're tweaking something or oh we found out that this is too powerful that's not powerful enough tweak 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 i understand that there's certain things that you can't test in beta because you're not getting enough beta participation but it just seems like every single release we're getting changes or overhauls or reworks or whatever the hell you want to call it they're making changes
0: but that's a symptom of the issue where the players are going through the content too fast and or they're complaining that they don't have enough content or they're dropping their sub because they don't have enough content. It forces Blizzard's hand into pushing content out in a faster fashion. When you push content out in a faster fashion, you can't get it tested. You can't get it tested. Game-breaking shit is going to happen every single time.
2: I think that they need to look at the changes that are in... <clears throat> like, I would use the way that the classes are tuned right now as more of a constant for the actual expansion itself, and you tweak and change things outside of the classes to fit how you've tuned the classes, if that makes sense. And then during a major rework, then like during the next expansion, then you can make some major changes to the classes.
0: But say, okay, so say that, say that holy priests are the worst healer by far in the entire game.
1: Which they were right. for a long time, because that's success system they did.
0: Yeah, so say Holy Priest is the worst class in the game. Not just Worst Healer, it's the worst class. Priest, period, is the worst class in the game. There are fundamental issues and flaws with how the class works that makes it not viable outside of very specific niche situations. Would you still play WoW for a year to two years? during the duration of an expansion, if your class, the only class you like to play, was garbage?
2: Obviously not, but I think that the point that I'm trying to make is...
0: There's no but there. There's no but there. Would you prefer them to iterate on the class then and there? Fix it so you can have fun and enjoy the game. Or would you prefer to wait for two years?
2: It should be fixed and have fun when the game is released. I shouldn't have to play it for you know three or six months to find out that the class is shit and then have to rework or respec into something else
0: but that's just that's how things interact is the issue because they can't predict they can't predict six months down the line how this new legendary they've dropped is going to how they could not have predicted when they launched legion that Cantus gigantic dildo a priest specific legendary causes a game-breaking functionality issue with how priests play <laughs> I'm all sorry. Right? yes you're 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 welcome for that i know you i know you enjoyed that they all they can do is they can iterate and they can test stuff slips past qa testing all the time it just happens
2: hmm. i would so, i would just have the them change the giant dildo then to make gameplay better instead of changing the actual core spec itself. Like, find things to change so outside, of, them, outside of so the you spec. you want
0: them to, to turn all the other knobs, except for the big knob that they can turn. And Chris, shut the hell up. Uh, you want them to turn a million little knobs instead of turning one big knob that corrects all the issues.
2: I think... I. I would look at it the other way around. I would try to keep specs as constant as possible, and then tweak other Ugh. things rather than tweaking the actual spec itself. Because, I, Chris, I don't know about you. They've made more changes to Demon Hunters and stuff in this release, and I understand that's a new. Spec <laughs> I know, but these are fucking
1: great changes. These are changes that we've been asking for since Demon Hunters launched.
2: Okay, well, maybe it's a good thing, and I stand corrected. I, I don't know. It just—it like, seems no, to no, me kind no, Finally, to... have
1: magic resist as tanks. I'm so fucking hyped on that. It's about fucking Dave, dude.
0: It's—it's it's an opinion. You're allowed to have your opinion. I disagree with you on this, but it doesn't mean that you know you're wrong.
1: All I know is that back in Cataclysm, if they didn't iterate on priests, I would not be—I would not have played that expansion because Dessel and priests were useless at the start. They iterated them on the first major content patch and made them relatively viable. They were still pretty shit, but they were relatively viable. They iterated on them again, redesigned a lot of the mechanics that were put in at the start of Cataclysm, and made them a very strong, powerful healer. If it wasn't for those iterations, Death's priests Priest would have been useless through the entirety of the expansion. Iteration on classes is a good thing if done correctly when it needs to be done. Cataclysm was a perfect example
0: for priests. That's the point, is that when it's done right. I personally haven't seen the hunter changes. I don't play a hunter, so I don't keep track of them, really. But, you know, it could be that these changes are significant enough to the whole class that it ruins them. Which they're not. And which I, I doubt they are. I doubt Blizzard will be pushing them to ruin the class So uh, they're trying to fix it. Our
1: marksman it. hunter and our guild, he's annoyed with the changes, but he can see why they've been done, because it fixes a lot of problems.
0: So, long story short, LB, um, we agree to disagree on this, because we all have a different opinion on it, but, um, your final thoughts on it, Kevin?
2: Don't do it uh don't make major changes mid-expansion wait until the next expansion comes out if you want to make major changes and try to tweak other things or learn how to learn how to you know test things properly so that you don't have to make major class changes during mid-expansion that's my final thoughts on this
0: chris final thoughts on this chris
1: mid-expansion reworks as long as they're at the end of a major raid tier are a good thing because they need to be done if the class is not functioning properly, such as De priests and cataclysm or demon hunters and legion
0: uh, and my final thought is uh Nukemala let God sort them out okay so we're gonna go ahead and move on to our listener feed more listener feedback lb thank you as always for uh, giving us a scintillating topic that is going gonna make us yell at each other for a little while um. He does, so, a lot. Uh, he does uh kevin i heard we had some uh some uh likes or some interaction or something on the tweet decks or yeah. people on soundcloud or something yeah
2: there there were some people who liked us on soundcloud and i hesitate to actually name names because we don't know if they're bots or we don't know if they're people who are trying to get us to listen to their songs on soundcloud some of Our which have tape. been quite entertaining
1: which some of us <laughs> have just been the most racist things i've ever heard <laughs> yes it's ridiculous
2: some, yes some have been the most racist things i ever heard but um there i checked the people who actually liked us this time and it didn't seem like they were trying to push us the songs that they've made on soundcloud so i think they were legit but i'm still not going to name them but if you have liked us on soundcloud thank you um, our top five country listens over the past through or over the past thirty days. Thank you to the U.S., the Al- the Australian listeners, the UK listeners, France, and Singapore. So, thanks, guys, uh, for the listens.
0: Bonjour. All right, folks, that is going to be it. I think that covers most of our social interactions because we are antisocial people. So uh, we're now 20 minutes in. We need to go ahead and jump to the news. And uh, there's a lot of this I'm probably going to cut out of here somewhere. So, Kevin, this week, what's going on, buddy?
2: The Battleground bonus event event is closing down. If you haven't, please you know do that before the 9th. Um, you can get 5 marks of honor, 1,000 honor points, and you can get AP. For me, it was about 3.2 million at uh, AP level 44. Children's week is also ending soon on the 8th. Wait, 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 hold on. AP, yep. I'm assuming you mean artifact knowledge level? Yes, knowledge level 44. How are you 44? Because I'm knowledge level 44. Uh-huh.
0: He's knowledgeable as hell, son.
2: I don't think that's mathematically possible right now. <laughs> I'm knowledge level 44. Get off my shit. All right. Children's week ends 5-8. There are several different pets and a few different toys that you can get as a result of this. If you would like to get the following pets, feel free to farm this event. You can get a pig, a snail, a turtle, a rat, a bird coming out of an egg, a strider, mini strider guy, an elephant, or an eyeball thingy.
0: Beholder. It's a beholder.
2: <laughs> there are also two different uh, things that you, you can get. Uh, a Warvar or a Gorlock uh pat chris knows more about those than me
0: it's a wolvar or a gorlock which is a wolvar frenzy heart or a oracle from sholazar basin that's the one that you do in dollar back in wrath it's times. a
1: little wolf pup or a murloc
0: mm-hmm. okay. ugly ass murloc
2: ugly as sen ass murlock. and you can also get a green or a yellow balloon so and
0: fantastic
2: yeah if you want to get those items go read on wowhead or whatever how to do those things. I probably won't do that because pets don't really um I'm not too interested in them.
0: And do you not have your purple proto drake yet?
2: No, he I don't not, have a purple proto drake.
0: I don't think Kevin's even looked at what
2: a long strange trip has been. I've looked at it, but I'm not I'm not ready to partake on the long strange trip, okay? Um
0: That's fine. That's fine.
2: There is a world boss. Uh, Drugoth, the Frostblooded, is up. Um, and you can go do he that. He drops
0: stuff. Crappy shit. And uh, the Nether Spire is currently up in uh, the Americas right now. It's also now, up in Europe. So, uh, it is also up in Europe. So uh, get your world boss and get your, what is it, like 890, 900, I forget, uh, high-level gear. And I also yeah.
2: saw today that you can get misprinted Dranic Coins or whatever they're The Seals of Broken Fate to do rolling on bosses
0: oh yes that's you can the get one per day while it's on is that the same in uh the eu i haven't actually checked what the bonus is but i
1: would assume it's the same that's a pretty I'd sweet bonus
0: it really is it's a free seal of uh twisted fate every day that's fantastic All right. So, uh, Mr. Chris, what is coming up on us next week, buddy? Uh,
1: The Darkmoon Fair started uh, on the 6th uh, of this month. So that was yesterday, it ticked over. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it will go throughout the week. Obviously, it's the first week of uh, May. So get your Darkmoon Fair stuff done. If you have any of those Darkmoon trinkets you need to hand in, now's the time to do it. Uh, the Legion Dungeon event will kick off next week uh, when the bonus uh, battleground one finishes. So that's where you will get an additional item of the final boss of each dungeon. Uh, does, I think that, did they give you rep as well? I don't know. They to, I think it used to give rep, but yes, uh, they, you get uh, extra gear off the final boss, and you get uh, if you complete five mythic dungeons. I think it is. You get Uh, artifact power and I think an additional seal, I want to say.
0: I can't remember to be frank. Uh, It's been a while since I've had that, since that one's been up, so I can't remember to be honest.
1: not going to lie, I have no idea what this next item is. The Balloon Festival, I believe it's one of the micro holidays.
2: Yeah, it's a micro holiday. Uh, That
1: kicks off on the 10th and it goes through the 13th of this month. Anyone want to tell me what that is?
0: Uh, channel your inner your inner uh, New Mexico and Santa Fe. I don't
1: know what that
2: means.
0: There, there's there's a some, large balloon
2: some festival kind of that a bullet, in New hot Mexico air balloons every year.
0: hot air balloon festival every year in New Mexico and like Arizona and like all over the place in the Southwest.
2: Yeah. Um, I know what the thing is now. Yep. <laughs> do you have them in the UK, Chris? Hot air balloons.
1: Hot air balloons. Yes,
2: we we're not <laughs> we don't live in the Stone
0: Age, Kevin. <laughs> Wow! Crikey! Crikey! Lighter than air travel! I didn't know that was possible!
2: Wow. That's the wrong accent. I don't know why you would say that.
1: Yeah, you went Australian there for starters. <laughs> um, Boy,
0: Jove, I got no idea what these accents are.
1: But no, no. Kevin, apparently we don't have them in the, this country because we live under rocks and still beat our women with uh, you know sticks and take them into our well,
0: caves. Well We're
1: cavemen. Ugh Ug
0: <laughs> Well, you are Scottish.
2: Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: Uh, you are Scottish. No, I
1: know so. Now you've now that you've actually explained I know what this festival is. It's the one that's the hot air balloon uh, off the either off the coast of Pandaria or it takes place in the uh what so Zoo. what's the fucking
0: turtle isle called? The Wandering Isle? That's the one. Uh, I have no idea where it takes place, so uh, all I know is that there will be balloons, and yeah.
2: Balloons. Figure it out in three days. All right.
0: Figure it out in three days, exactly. So, in the news this week, Donald, um, big thing that's coming through is uh, the Mythic Plus changes that we are seeing them start to uh, talk about a little bit. Um,
2: Testing on the PTR.
0: Testing on the PTR, uh, they're actually pretty significant. I mean, uh, I did copy-paste, a uh, part of this in from, uh, the Blue Post Wowhead had, uh, Wowhead and, uh, MMO Champion had up. So, um, so the, the bulk of it is that, uh, you will no longer receive bonus chests, uh, for completing a run, uh, in under a time limit. So that's a big one. Um... You don't have to complete the dungeon. If you don't complete the dungeon, sorry. If you don't complete the dungeon, uh, you the keystone you'll receive, you will now receive a keystone. You'll receive a keystone for the dungeon that's one level lower than the one you just did. So if you're doing Neltharion's 13 and you fail uh, and you don't bother, you don't do it at all, period, uh, you will receive a keystone for Neltharion's 12, so that's, that's a big deal. No more depleted keystone there. Uh, if you complete the dungeon but don't make the timer, you'll get a keystone for a random dungeon that's one level lower than the one you use. So the same level uh, 13 Neltharians. Uh, you complete it, you don't make the timer, you'll get Court of Stars
2: 12.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... Uh... Uh, when you finish a mythic plus dungeon, the chest at the end will contain two items and an appropriate amount of artifact power. If you beat the timer, regardless of if you get it by the old three chest standard, or if you get it by two seconds, uh, there will be a third item in the chest. Uh, keystones can still be upgraded by multiple steps. Uh, so that's still there. Uh, but that's, that's a really actually a pretty big change because all the items in that chest are shared. So it's not, you'll get your personal loot version of like the artifact power and things like that. But from what I was reading about that, uh, the items in the chest are shared. So it is actually a net loss in items.
2: But I, weren't these changes, um, thought about or implemented or being tested because they're trying to get people to, stop running lower level um runs and trying to you know just get the 3 um chest version of whatever the heck they're going for
0: yes pretty much yeah so that that's the long and the short of their reasoning for it
2: and it, it I think this is exactly what we were asking for like on a show a while back which was you know try to persuade people to Go for the mythic plus dungeon that's appropriate for them instead of just trying to trounce lower level mythic plus dungeons to get a lot of ap or to you know try to get you know for item level or versions for that uh tier.
0: pretty much yeah uh, yeah we did talk about that uh about the maw of souls issue
2: right so i i uh, mean i think i'm i'm pretty excited about these changes um I, I like the idea of it, but I still think it's not fixing one of the core problems, which was I still need to run a regular Mythic and then pray to God and cross my fingers and do all the rolling to get this specific item off of the specific boss that I think will increase my power level.
0: Yeah, um, really not. Um, go target it with Nether Shards. Have fun. Bye.
2: I mean, th- that's, what, that's what I would like... To see change the most is that, you know, the first boss off of Blackrock Hold has the trinket that would, um, you know, help me with mana costs or whatever as my holy priest. That's, that's the one item that I've been like trying to run that dungeon and farm that item for every single week. And I still haven't gotten one yet. So if they could fix that problem or allow me to run that mythic plus dungeon so that I have a higher likelihood to get the item that I want then I think I would be more incentivized to do that instead of continuing to run the mythic normal or the mythic, the regular mythic version of it over and over again to try to get that one item.
0: Yeah, I I, I definitely see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying about the targeting of the items you're specifically looking for.
2: Because it's just, it increases the randomness of the item that you get in the dungeon to do the mythic plus, and I don't think that's helping anyone.
0: That's a valid point, valid point. Christopher, any uh, any weigh in on that?
1: Um, no. Kevin Kevin is relatively good on that succinct. one. Yeah, relatively succinct on that one.
0: I can live with that, I can live with that. Um, so, those are the changes that are arising, that are being tested currently. Um, I believe they also mentioned that uh, Tomb Wing 2 will be testing again shortly. Uh, For LFR, so uh, if you like PTR, uh, now's the time to jump on, folks. Um, So in live, uh, we had, what was it, two weeks ago, uh, I neglected to mention it, but Kevin felt like this was news, uh, Riddler's Mind Worm, and the whole secret associated with it uh, was solved, and uh, so you see these crazy weird-ass worms flying all over the place, and it's weird as hell. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Um, It was a really interesting game, though. It was a very, very interesting game. Uh, You know, one of the first things they notice is that... It takes a very special person to notice it, but, you know... uh, The pages of this book... Are... Forms the ISBN number... For Chronicle Volume 1. And in Chronicle Volume 1, if you corresponded the correct pages to these page numbers and this whole ISBN shit uh, it actually gave you hints and clues as to what you needed to be looking for in the game Uh, I think somebody, Wowhead or MMO Champion or Blizzard themselves may have done a write up on the whole lead in Okay, Uh, they did a whole write up on the lead in to it and it was actually a really good read I actually enjoyed it, it was very good so uh, yeah, if you really want to see that, we'll throw a link uh, at the bottom of the show uh, if you didn't already know about it. If you're living under a rock and beating your women and dragging them into caves like Chris does, uh, that's okay. You know, give you a little bit of information there. Um, and the other thing is that they will be s- that they have announced we've seen the new Titan Essence, essentially the legendary upgrade item. Um, has been cited on the ptr or has been data mined from the ptr i don't know if it's alive yet i have not jumped onto the ptr recently um i know kevin kevin what was your first reaction when we when you mentioned this earlier my first
2: reaction was i don't want to have to go do this fucking quest to upgrade all of my legendaries because now i have even more legendaries than i did when the last um, 940 upgrade was out so i'm gonna have to do this even more even if I so, don't do it, I'm still going to feel obligated to upgrade my legendaries I don't use.
1: So, would you rather that you had to get new legendaries dropping to replace them?
2: I would rather do the quest once and upgrade all my legendaries because if you've done it once, why do I have to do it 800 more times?
0: Because each legendary each is its legendary own, special its own
2: thing. individual item and
1: it's its own special, unique little snowflake.
2: This is on the annoyance level, this is uh, medium to high for me.
1: On the annoyance level, it's non-existent because I will be doing this stuff while I'm doing other content anyway, so I don't see the problem.
0: Um, I farmed three characters Netherwing mounts via eggs, almost entirely eggs, so this is, this is, like, non-existent. This is that's actually kind of refreshing and calming to me
1: the fact that you can do this while you're doing other content is not a big deal to me because yeah netherwing eggs or the pandaria uh yeah so no this is this is brilliant this is easy this is this is nice
0: but i do understand where you're coming from as as somebody who doesn't have that background like we do so i do understand where you're coming from it is it it is annoying to have to go out and re-upgrade all this stuff that you've already gotten you've already upgraded once i do understand Like, but for me, it's like my past experience has been, eh, it's okay. It'll be all right. I'll deal. Like, I mean, I didn't, I did not grind heavily for the Distilled Titan Essences for the last upgrades I did on both my uh, Legendaries. It still turned out fine. You know, they leveled, I, I, I got them in what I felt like it was a reasonable time frame.
1: I think I completed, I had three legendary items on my Demon Hunter at the time, I wanted to upgrade all of them. I think I did all three of them in two weeks, just from doing Mythics the Odds here and there.
0: Because the the thing is is that those things dropped so many goddamn essences. Yeah,
1: and they dropped from raids as well, so it's like you could just go and do the raids as well, which you do any, you do every week anyway, so
0: we were getting them from doing emissaries we were getting them from doing dungeons you are getting getting them from
1: your method cache you got 15 every single week from your method cache
0: so I I think you're looking at this as more of an issue than it already is but of course 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 though we're talking about past experience so this next one could be a lot bigger of a pain in the ass so we'll have to see Uh, anything else in the news gentlemen
1: Nope. work it like it's hot?
0: I don't know. Drop it like it's hot, yes. Uh, so, this week's challenge is, of course, not really a challenge, but we're going to talk a little bit about our favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Um, so, Chris, Hi. why don't you go ahead and tell me one of your favorite things, Legion-specific or WoW?
1: So I'm looking through my list and I've noticed that only one of them is actually Legion specific. So
0: sorry about that. Um It's that that last one could be considered still, you know, if if you change that to like the overall order campaign.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll give you that one. Um so good things. I'll go with that one first actually. Class quests are back. I'm so happy that we actually have something that's unique to every single class. Back in the day. Back in my day,
0: um, (laughs) back in my day, we traveled both ways to Dalaran. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Uphill in the snow. Um, So you you used to get these amazing
1: class chains. Uh, You have the benediction chain for priests, which was a legendary one back in the day. Um, You got uh, the hunter ones. Every class had something that was unique specifically to them. And then they just started getting rid of them. They phased them out slowly over time, and then by the time Cataclysm came around, last quest practically didn't exist. And then we got the first glimpse of a possibility again in Mess of Pandaria with the Warlock Green Fire Chain. And then we got nothing for a long time again.
0: Well, I mean Cataclysm had like I mean they made the quests harder to get to, because they were all tied to legendaries. I mean, BC. Well, BC really didn't have a very strong class quest system in there, did it? No, no. But wrath—you Wrath had was like wrath—you had the uh, Valineer chain and the Shadowmourn chain. I still
1: never done that. I'm so sad.
0: In Cataclysm, you had Fangs of the Father
1: and uh, Terragos' Rest,
0: and Terragos' Rest. in. Oh god! Like, I just mists, mists. They
1: kind the green of got rid of
0: them again, except for green fire,
1: which was where really like. But the thing is that I don't see the legendary ones as the only one. I would say is specific for a single class because it works so much around their class mechanics. Would be Fangs of the Father because it's specifically for rogues. The other ones, so many classes could do it. It wasn't like, okay, utilize your blink here or utilize your polymorph there or something like that. The rogue one, the fans of the Father was specifically you had to know about rogues. You had to do this with all of your rogue stuff or you weren't going to get this.
0: And then with the Warlock Green Fire,
1: it 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 re-lit that fire, (laughs) as it were. Uh, and when we saw you had to do so much warlock specific stuff with portals um commanding demons it was it was it's exactly what the class quests should always be stuff built around your class utilize your unique abilities that other classes don't have and we see obviously legion brings so much of that in regards to the order hall campaign at least the launch campaigns i feel like the ones we're seeing in 7-2 so far are a little uh, a little more generic a little more generic yeah
2: i I still think i can count on one hand how many healing quests i had as a holy priest going through all of my class quests in legion Yeah. yeah i would say for healers it's a little more problematic
1: yeah i will say that for healers um it's a little more difficult to do
2: and sometimes it's like you know resurrect someone or purify someone or heal a group it's just it's very spotty
1: i would not i'll agree with that for healers um i think the holy priest one was very good compared to the other healers that i've done because i've done the wrestle shaman one it was okay um Although I did get to heal a giant ogre, so that was fun. That part was fun. There is that? <laughs> I did get to heal a giant ogre, um, but yeah, I, I will. I will say I feel like the healer ones are a little less than what they could be. But as a whole, it's nice to see classes getting content for them, story specifically for them. Yep. So that's All that's right. one of my favorite things so far.
0: Alright, so what's something you don't like? What's something that you've not been happy with, specifically with Legion?
1: Specifically with Legion? Yeah. I feel like the professions are still a little useless. I like the content that they've brought for us, the quests, uh, the fact that you need to actually go out and do stuff rather than just sit in your fucking garrison and get herbs and ore. I'm talking about you, Warlords of Draenor.
0: Um, I don't think anybody was going to disagree with you there. I think I think everybody knew.
2: Um and, it, but, and the stuff that you craft it's not like powerful for very long. Like, it's it's introduction stuff. It's a catch-up
1: mechanic, but I feel like it could be so much more. How? Well, I want to see more toys. Alt-sets. I want more sort of alt sets, more transmogs. I want to see stuff like
0: that. I, I just want to see them go back to doing crafted sets. I loved crafted, crafted sets.
1: Crafted sets were brilliant back in the day. But that that could go back to like the whole transmog thing. Give us more give us give us more that we can do with professions rather than them being useful to gear up initially and then useless after that.
2: But uh, I will say that I feel like there is at least a few engineering things that seem useful like the failure detection pylon in this expansion or I've used um the uh auto hammer a few times in in um, dungeons so I think there's probably a few things that are useful but most of it is useless I agree with you
1: most most professions like the big the big power professions you've got alchemy enchanting uh even inscription with uh the way that the the tomes are working yeah those are your big, yeah, but those are your big power professions.
0: Yeah, but at this point, you know, with, with how with how everybody's gotten so cookie cutter, like everybody's figured out the appropriate cookie cutter default build, you don't see those selling quite as much. Yeah, they don't
1: sell as much, but they're still useful and compare in comparative to some eight fifteen eye level gear.
0: Yeah. There is that. It's eight thirty five I think now, base.
1: But my point is, those tomes are way more use- useful than what that gear is comparatively to oh yeah say like me who I'm I level 903 right now. So the gear the gear that comes from professions is completely useless for me. Enchanting, I love it. On point, need it all the time. Alchemy, very important. Cooking, very important. It's not even a main profession, but it's very important. Inscription, if I need to change my talents, it's there. I need it not so much the gear.
0: No, not so much. Um so, Kevin, what? Uh, give me something you like. Give me something you're happy with.
2: Um, one of the things that I like in Legion the most, and this is actually an add-on for a mechanic in the game, is the World Quest list add-on. And I think that this is brilliant because it puts all of the World quests into a giant list, and I can pick by the reward of what I want to go after. So if I want to look for, you know fishing or profession stuff i can go after that or i can target ap or i can target um, order hall resources or whatever it is and go after what i want to what i want by the reward so i think that's probably one of the best things they added in legion is the ability to just go after what i'm looking for and i can farm the hell out of that all day long so that that's one thing that i really like about uh legion
0: or you could just spend the extra 45 seconds going through the list and going through the map and seeing what's up.
2: Ain't nobody got time for that.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so give me something you're not happy with.
2: Something that I'm not happy with is the amount of reputations. And you guys are going to go Showing old school wow one, yes. <laughs> on me for this. But like, I got all of the reputations up for Pathfinder v1 and then Pathfinder v2. Now I have to get another one up. And in order to get our flying mounts, we're going to have to get that up to exalted as well. So I'm still farming reputation. He's talking talking about
0: the class one. No,
1: they removed that requirement. Didn't
2: they? Yep.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's just it's revered. So many table quests wasted. All right it's revered and explore that's it
2: all right whatever then but still i don't like the fact that i have to go after yet another reputation and farm in and farm in and farm because it took forever to get flying and i was still trying to get it up to exalted and guess now i don't have to do that but <laughs> it's just a lot of extra work and a lot of repeating stuff to get something to an arbitrary number that i don't think is necessary
0: Fill the bars. That's that's what the game is. That's what the game's always. That's been. what fill the bars. Yeah, that's
2: what most MMOs are.
1: Fill the bars. Um, but now back in back back in the day, and yes, we are going to do this. I'm sorry, Kevin, but yeah. In mess of Pandaria, there was reputations for individual people. So you had oh. your faction reputations. You had your golden lois. Your August Celestials, your Shadow Pan Monastery,
0: your Klaxi, etc, etc, etc.
1: And then you had individual reputations for every motherfucker a half-hill.
0: Hmm. Gina goddamn Mudclaw, <sighs> fucking Nat goddamn Pagel, and you know the Nat Pagel pain. I do. Yep. Know the Nat Pagel pain. Now imagine having to do that for a bunch of other people that you had to go and farm more items for to make them happy. As well as doing your baseline reputations.
2: Mm.
0: Trust yeah, that me, that doesn't
2: now, sound fun. What no, you have
1: to... right now is paradise comparatively to mm. what we dealt with in Mists of Pandaria.
0: Now imagine, go back to BC. <laughs> you need, you need rev. What was it? Re- was it revered or was it honored? It was for keys.
1: Revered for keys. I want to say no. It was honored for keys. Because you, you could only get honored plus reputation and the heroics.
0: So, to enter a heroic dungeon, you first had to grind the associated rep to honored. Then spend, what was it, like 100 gold or something like that? Something stupid. And that was a
1: lot of money back in the day.
0: It was like 100 gold or like 75 gold or something. To buy a key that you had to keep in your special key ring bag that let you into the dungeon.
1: Those keyring bags don't exist anymore. I'm sad. I love my keyring.
0: I love my keyring. I had shit in there f- that was, you know, I shouldn't have kept in my key bag. So, um, but yeah. So the goddamn skull of man's key. No, we're not going to get into it. We're not going to get know. into it. We're not going to get into it. We're just going to move. Just going to move on. Um, so it's like I get where you're coming from as somebody who came out of Warlords, which Warlords, Warlords, frankly. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Warlords, frankly, had a shitload of reps, too. Yeah, a fuck
1: ton of reps. It's like it's had more reps than Legion has.
0: Yeah, because, like, freaking... There was, what, four in Tanan alone?
1: There was four in Tanan. There was four in, in grand alone.
0: You're fucking looking at this wrong, Kevin.
2: Well, okay, it is better than what we had to do for our flying in... Warlord's a drainer. I'll give you that.
0: Because people, casuals, filthy goddamn casuals, bitched and moaned enough.
2: Do you even have your legion <laughs> flying, or you're flying? Yes. In? Yeah, we I both was, have legion flying. We I, got it before you. I,
0: I got mine like three days after he did.
2: No, I meant the Tanan jungle. Did you get all that?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We both. I. I had the day that it was patched in. I had it because it, the the content um, available to get it launched. And then they didn't actually patch in the actual ability to fly until later on. So I had ground out everything beforehand so that the day that the flying patch hit, I could fly.
0: I came back after, at the very end of Warlord, and just bought a shitload of Legion Medallions.
2: Hmm. I guess that's one way to do it. And a lot of people did that, but...
0: Alright. I, I just bought so many Legion Medallions. So many.
2: Let's move on. We get it.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, Chris, what's your favorite thing? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna moderate you two actually, because I we're we're at 55 minutes into the show. I'm just gonna moderate you two okay. on these actually. Um, so, Chris, give me another thing that you're happy with so far in WoW with Legion specifically.
1: I don't want to do Legion specific. I really want to talk about my other one. You can talk about your other one last. Okay. Demon hunters' best thing on this planet. I have seven. Most of them are capped out. I love them. <laughs> I have a problem. He has way too much time. I have seven demon hunters. Six of them are capped out. Uh, five of them are vengeance. One is main havoc. <laughs> why do you I need love five demon of hunters. the same spec? Can you please Be- tell me? Because because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> because I am a strong, independent white man, and I will do as I please.
0: All right, okay? fine. That's gonna come off terribly. It is just my- that's just that. Why, my the, the,
1: ten the, is my ten optics, pounds a month. I will do as I please.
0: The optics on that are going to be terrible. Um, Don't care. So what? you like demon hunters? Why you do like them? Like
1: I have been waiting for demon hunters since Burning Crusade because I wanted demon hunters back in the day. I'm really glad they didn't give us them back in the day because we wouldn't have got anywhere near as much awesome stuff from them as we do now.
0: Like um, your double jumps and it. your glide.
1: Fuck my double jumps on my glide. Screw you, bitch. Um, fucking Genji <laughs> we are Genji mates especially if you're Havoc. Um, but Illidan is one of my favourite characters I love the story behind Illidan and how he beca- became the first demon hunter um, reading the Illidan novel by William King great novel, everyone should get that book 100% is such a good book and reading through the story of the process of how every other demon hunter became a demon hunter. The fact that they had to go through a ritual created by Aladdin to summon the demon they that wronged them, kill that demon, eat its heart, and just continue to f- repeat that process until they gained its
2: power was, I love it. So good. Okay, so I can lore. See that. That's what I'm hearing. You like it because of the lore.
1: I like it because lore lore, double jump, glade, and they can turn into fucking demons. Okay.
2: Cool.
0: Alright, so give me hand. something that you're not happy about.
1: Uh I don't have anything that's Legion specific for this one, sorry. Um
0: Okay, okay. I am Uh that first one. Go with the I'm first one. I'm gonna
1: go with the first one. Um as much as I love the looking for group system and the dungeon finder system, because the the quality of life for someone who plays tanks and healers is astronomical. I do dislike how this each server's identity kind of disappeared. Yeah, and this is yeah, a this something is something we we've talked is, about. Yeah, I was gonna say this is something we've talked about many times in the past. This is something we're probably gonna bring up. All the time when talking about Dungeon Finder. But the back in the day, every server had... I don't know if they still do, actually. Every server had their own forums. Every server had a blacklist of people who were just ninja looters, just bad people, horrible attitudes, flamers, stuff like that. Everyone knew who everyone was. You couldn't do anything on a server if you had a reputation of being an asshole. If if you were a really good tank everyone knew you. You were getting in every dungeon. If you were a really bad tank everyone avoided you. They stayed away for your ass because they knew you. That doesn't exist anymore. There's no identity for each individual server. It's just a massive server. It's just where your character is stored at this point. Yeah. Everything is region wide now at this point. It's just where your, your server is where your character and your guild sit. That's it
0: except for auction houses and things like well, that.
1: Well, they're region wide now.
0: Maybe in the EU.
1: No, sorry, they're not region wide, but they're they they used they used to be factor specific. They're not anymore.
0: Uh yeah, they are.
1: No, they're not. The neutral auction house doesn't exist anymore. Uh
0: I'm pretty certain you're wrong there. I'm
1: pretty certain I'm not.
0: So th- we'll we'll argue that later.
1: We will argue that later. We'll argue. That, but as far as I, as far as I know, the 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 auction house it's factions faction wide now, both sides.
0: I, I will look that up after the show is done. Um, I miss, so, miss server, server identity. I, that's all. I I miss server identity too. Um, that really sucks. Uh, but I'd actually like to get Kevin's opinion on that because he's he's not had like that sort of server identity I... in the
2: past. The th- the thing that I really dislike is I don't feel like I'm ever with any group of people other than my raid group where I'm learning people who are, you know, playing as much as I do or as little as I do or going to the same dungeons or doing the same stuff or, you know, like I, I don't feel like there's ever like a bump in to someone who I've met before or played with before. And I'm like, hey, I remember you like we went on that dungeon run and it turned out really well or, you know, it's it's like there there doesn't feel like there's any like um organic community in the game at all like I agree that with you that completely. kind of bothers me i mean the only thing that i've seen that's kind of close to any of it is like on hearthstone on the on the um mobile hearthstone i saw that there's a button where you can like find players that are near you and i'm like yeah. oh that would be cool if like i saw someone who was near me and like i could play with them or play against Let's them call or whatever him.
1: When we, go to the, yep. when we went to the Hearthstone uh, thing at BlizzCon, that's what that's for. It's, it's for people coming together locally and just having fun, a community.
0: Yeah, and by the way, uh, since I won't be going, I hate you both for the fact that I will not be able to get the card back for BlizzCon. I hate you both. Um, just wanted to throw that out there since I just realized that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Eh, you can go to hell. Um... So those actually are some really like salient points, Chris. Um, uh, Kevin, I really appro- that's that
1: was really good done.
0: It was good salient points. It really was. Um, so, give me something that you like.
2: I like the Kevin. dungeon system in Legion. I like the fact Woo-hoo. that it's staying, it's being upgraded, it's staying relevant. Yeah. Mythic dungeons help to keep it interesting, even though I've already run all the dungeons before. Um. And I like the ability to roll on stuff, like I mentioned with the with the mythic bosses. But I don't like the fact that I can't roll on stuff for the mythic pluses. So I think dungeons in general is a step in the right direction, especially um, since I only really know this in comparison to Warlords, a drainer. I think it's definitely a step in the right direction.
1: Yeah, I'll completely agree with them. The mythic, the the this is the first expansion that launch dungeons have actually stayed relevant, and I love that. I think it's great
0: outside of badge farming. Outside
1: yeah. of badge farming, these 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 content these dungeons actually scale with you as you progress in the in the Mythic Plus system. They become more difficult. They get more affixes. It, they stay relevant as you progress. I love it. I think it's great. Yep. Good and shit.
2: Good shit. Something that I. Don't like is um, I didn't I I don't like the time gated unlocking each week storyline that they added to Suramar and into the Broken Shore. I get kind of lost and I don't really understand that it's trying to progress the same storyline. I guess that was a little bit more relevant with Suramar, um because like I do it once I you know and I do it randomly throughout the week. It's not like hey I log in and like that's the first thing and I'm looking to do. So I randomly get to it at some time during the week and then maybe I skip a few weeks and then I come back to it and I'm like, Oh, I'm supposed to be progressing the same storyline, but it's not really the, the only thing that really tied it together to, for me, honestly, was the growing of the tree in the middle of the crack house. That was like the one (laughs) thing I'm like, like, wow, like I'm seeing the 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 story progress (laughs) progress because the tree is growing Chris, it is the fucking crack house. Okay. <laughs> I
1: love that. Stop calling it that.
2: <laughs> I mean, come on, you. There's literally people itching in the corner. All right, a, sitting on a makeshift a bed.
1: <laughs> it's valid <a> point. <laughs> okay? I know. I there's know. There's no a furniture valid in, point, in there. And I know them. it's. I know it's a crack house, but the, it's like people who it's like calling
2: the flight master's whistle the rape whistle stop calling it these things i mean rape whistle i can get behind not calling it the rape whistle but when you see someone who's scratching their arm and they're like lying on a makeshift bed in a corner and
0: and then you have to give them a fix in a dark hallway just to talk to them
2: and you have to feed them apples i mean quote apples like yeah come on this this is like synonymous for <laughs> this is like
1: crack. this is like the this is like the the blood elves all over again. When blood elves yeah. first came out, they were just they were the crack cores of the horde. And, and this is this is just blood elves all over again.
0: Suck like your dick for some mana, yeah. Um, so, Chris, uh, your last one. And I know it's not Legion related, but I'm going to go ahead and give you permission to talk about it. Because
1: you love it as much as I do. Uh,
0: That and we need to pad out just a little bit more show. (sighs)
1: So last thing on my list of things that I love about World of Warcraft. Ulduar. The greatest raid of all time. Hands down. For people who didn't play during the Wrath of the Lich King expansion. For people who didn't raid during the Wrath of Lich King expansion. Ulduar was the second tier of the expansion. It was the first... It was the first old god experience we've had since Cthulhu. In regards to the fact that we're fighting an old god. And it was the first raid that... Had an entire encounter start to finish on vehicles because we had a little bit in Malagos, the tier beforehand, but it was the first raid that we actually saw a giant robot fighting us while we we're in giant robots. It was amazing. It was you had little, you
0: had little, like, goddamn stacking serenite,
1: goddamn serenite stackers. Uh, that That was my job, that's what I did. I always did that. Um. We had Little XT, one of the most terrifying, yet most adorable raid bosses of the no, time. No, 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 <laughs> We had the, the council, uh, the uh,
0: iron council. I choose you, Steelbreaker. Yeah. Oh, those are- Which was a fun fight because the fight changed based on who you killed first. Yep. And in what order you killed the mobs from the council.
1: Yeah, so... Ulduar was the first introduction of hard modes, and it wasn't hard modes as we see today, where it's just you swap the difficulty over. You had to do things in the encounters that changed the fight. So for the example, like the Iron Council, there's three mobs. Uh, the easiest and sim- most simplest rotation to do them was to kill the big guy, kill the medium guy, kill the little guy.
0: The hard- Winter, Mol-Gim, and Steelbreaker.
1: The hardest rotation... Was kill the little guy, kill the medium guy, kill the big guy. Because the big guy would literally one-shot tanks. Uh, that was literally part of his mechanics.
0: He put a debuff on a tank that after 30 seconds one at the tank. Yep. Even through protection effects.
1: Even through bubbles, even through... If Demon Hunters existed back then and they had Last Resort, it would still kill you. Okay? Yep. That's just that how the fight, fight went.
2: It was such a fun
1: fight um and this is this was the first time that we saw the the major titan forged keepers we saw memron uh, well we saw the reanimated memron cuz you know he's dead and was reanimated um we saw Hodir, we saw freya we saw um so much titan lore it was it was two seconds Sorry about that. Um, so we saw so just the the redesign of the raid system. This Ulduar was the first step into us going to having the heroic difficulty modes, pushing raiding to the edge that we have now. So Ulduar was the it was such a big stepping stone. It was such a a massive, thralling, and just gorgeous raid it's always gonna be at the top of my what's your favorite things about WoW list.
0: Well there you go. Alright, so what's your what's your least favorite? What's something that you don't like?
1: This is gonna come back to Wrath. <laughs> the removal of mounts.
0: Uh we're talking uh the black proto-drake, aren't we?
1: We're talking about all the mounts that got removed during the next uh during the next tier. And there was a lot of them.
0: What four mounts out of Nax? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it might have been two or four. I don't remember. Uh There was a couple of mounts out of Nax. There was the mount from TOC. The two mounts from TOC. Hmm? Um, <laughs> I think that's about it, off the top of my head.
1: But those those uh those mounts. You can't get them anymore. And one of the, specifically the twenty, the twenty-five man and the ten-man axe mount that was removed. I was one reset away from getting it, and you know why we didn't we get talked it? Talked about this. Yes, before. we have. We didn't get it because one fucker, one fucker that got kicked from our guild. By the way, he got kicked from our guild. Didn't survive the dance. I
0: thought that was the title mount was the title and it i thought the, the, the mount was for the meta and then the title was for the undying and the immortal the undying
1: was, was the dying. undying was part of the meta, though they removed it as from the meta eventually but it's, it was part of the meta
0: oh yeah that's right it was part of the it meta. was
1: part of the meta achievement oh there you go the only thing we needed was that and one fucker died on the dance and I'm still salty to this day. I'm still salty to this day. And I, I'm salty at him and I'm salty at Blizzard for removing the mounts.
0: They really were pretty mounts. I liked the I wanted the titles more than anything.
1: I'm just salty. I'm just like okay. living salt right now, okay.
0: <laughs> it's okay, Bobola. Um, so and what's your thing? Uh so you're super salty about that. Kevin, you get the last word here, sir. Give me something you're happy about.
2: I am happy about raid nights when we have enough DPS and people are doing their jobs and we're getting loot left and right. And we're just trouncing shit. It's it's awesome. I think um, one of the things that has been helping lately, and maybe this is just me, but um, going back and farming old content and making sure people have their four set and just sticking to the basics. like let's make sure that everybody has got the gear that they need to progress to the next boss and make sure that they're doing what they need to do to get their, to get the boss kills. So. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, it sounds like the, y'all are taking like the old school approach, you know, go back, go through farm content. Get that gear, gear up people. Yep. Get that gear.
2: It's like burning crusade all over again. Well, it's like when you're swapping people in and out, you kind of take it for granted and you're like, hey, this new person who just joined the guild doesn't have their four set yet, so let's make sure they at least get an opportunity to roll on it or get it and, you know, get them to a point where they're on par with everybody else and so we can progress.
0: There you go. It's a good way to look at it at least. What do you hate?
1: What's the last thing that you hate? My
2: last thing that I hate is having to, like... Getting to a point where you hit that one quest where you need a group to continue and you don't feel like getting a group and you don't feel like looking for others, or you have to do Sentenax farming or sent Sentanax farming, whatever the hell you say it, and you need someone else to do it with you and they don't want to do it with you, and it's just like I don't know, I don't like that. So
1: this is I've noticed this on everything Kevin's hated, we always go back uh-huh. to back in
0: my day. Back in my goddamn day. Because we're going to do the it funny again. Thing is, <laughs> the funny thing is, with group quests, they are reintroducing them. Yeah, because they got you rid didn't of them. not have a whole lot of them. And players hated that. They wanted to have a feeling of community. Back, so that goes back to that community. Back in my day,
1: again, uh, group quests were everywhere. Uh, Hogger was one of the first group quests you ever came across as a human back at uh, back leveling in Elm Forest. Horger was one of those first. You need a group to do this.
0: Hell, hell! One of the first times you have gained any abilities as a Horde lobby was going and doing Ragefire Chasm at like level six. Mm-hmm. All right, it, it, it was required to complete the the quest chain. It got you a really nice piece of gear. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just like that's. The point but though. Uh, as, as we there. started
1: scaling into cataclysm, they phased out group quests. They phased out quests that required uh-huh. groups, um, and the community instantly backlashed on that. They they didn't, and they still do not like that. They like the sense of community. They like they like the fact that this is an MMO, and you have to do things with other people that you like to play the games with. So. They've started phasing them back in. We saw a couple in Warlords of Draenor. Um, and we're seeing a lot more in Legion in regards to right, this is stuff you can do as a group. We've also whilst we're adding these in, we've also given you this uh group finder mechanic that you can use to help you find groups if you don't have friends. If you're an antisocial asshole, wants- use that.
0: But he's saying he he's he's an, he wants to sometimes be an antisocial asshole, but he would like to get his quest completion done, which I understand.
1: I do, I do understand that. But at the same time, I also say it's an MMO. I uh, know
2: you're, it's an MMO. Play-
1: but there's multiplayer there is obviously
2: online. single player content, and there's obviously multiplayer content in this game. Yep. You know, and quest I think is that one of those
1: thing that takes from both
2: yeah and i i like it when they tell you that you need a group and i think other people are more willing to search for and find groups for that but it just it it always seems like you get to a point where it's like all right now get a group and you're like no i was doing a bunch of solo content because i didn't have anybody to group with and i just want to do some fucking solo content now you're pushing me into a group group
1: group content is the final or final couple of quests in a chain They don't force you until that very last hurdle. You nine times out of ten, that's the case. How about not
2: force me into it at all and give me a line where I can do a bunch of group content if I have a group of people to go with, and then I can have like a group line instead of single, you know, solo, solo, solo. Now do a group.
0: The the reason that they give you those group quests at the end is because it makes you. It's supposed to make the whole chain feel more. Epic. It's supposed to build into it. It's like uh, like the 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 guilty conscience quest, the gu- the gullible, the gullible yeah. chain out of Stormheim. Like ninety percent of that is soloable. and then you get up to that rock at the very end, and it's like, oh shit, there's two of them, and one of them is piloting a goddamn shredder, and the other one has a, he's throwing bombs at me. Fuck, I need a group. I even
2: soloed that one. I don't know how we. You did- I was gonna say I soloed that one.
0: I didn't.
1: Because I, I did Stormheim first, though. I was a demon hunter. Uh, I, I did Stormheim second. I soloed that one.
0: I did Stormheim first as a prop paladin. I could not deal enough damage to kill them.
1: Yeah, I think I was able to do it so early on because of the demon hunter.
2: Yeah. So I. But. Mm-hmm. I think I think we've exhausted this topic, Chris. I. I, I overall, think really I think Legion has been a great expansion. I still stick to that, and it's not even done yet. I like what they're doing. Yep. I like that we're to a point where we can start nit- nitpicking some of the stuff that doesn't work so that maybe we can get you know, some of that other stuff better or figure no, out how to wait to improve stuff that stuff. It's, I, I, I like it. I like that we're consistently being critical about it because it helps give them some ideas to make it better. That's what I'm hoping.
0: Yeah. Dang straight. All right. Gentlemen, any more news? Any more <laughs> challenge? Anything else to go into that?
1: No, let's talk about why we're salty
0: why are we salty let's not do that kevin go ahead
2: okay real life is my salt for this week um you know having to be pulled away for work trips and things like that or having injuries or just having real life things that you want to do and pulling away from raid time i don't like the fact that i feel like i'm being an asshole because i'm not joining my raid group that week um my guild leader has been cool with it. You know, when I've said I'm not able to make it this week, he's like, all right, cool. You know, but I still feel, you know, I, f- I feel like I'm letting the raid down. I heard from some members of the raid and they're like, oh, well, we were short healers this week and we couldn't get this done or that done. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, I, I have stuff that I want to do in real life that doesn't involve well. And um, I, I guess it's more of like a personal you know i'm upset at myself instead of upset at somebody else but still it you know that that is the one thing that kind of bothers me or annoys me this week is like when i want to do things in real life and i want to do things out of game i still feel that you know obligation to play wow even when i i don't want to so that's that
0: you should never feel an obligation to play wow sorry i was no you shouldn't uh you should never feel obligated to play WoW. Even if you're in a guild situation, I something I learned a long time ago is that don't ever let somebody else dictate when you play or what you do. If you want to get on or you're able to get on and you'd like to get on, do it. If you don't feel like getting on or if you feel like or if you have work or something else, dude, your fucking real life is always going to take precedence. Don't feel bad about it because they would do and have probably done the exact same damn thing to you before.
2: No, you're right. I understand. There's still that nagging in the back of my mind that's like, oh.
0: I I, I come from a family of martyrs and incredibly guilty people, so I understand completely. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I rated hardcore for as long as I did. Yep. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Uh, Christopher. <laughs>
1: Mines has nothing to do with world of warcraft or blizzard at all um it's it's more about a youtube community that shit's happened with and i'm just not happy it's made me really really salty so um if people on twitter for if you're on twitter uh, some people may know about this uh, the hashtag not my nerd uh so there's a there's a community. There's a community that was called SourceFed Nerd. It was a YouTube channel that was over a million subscribers, had such a large community, a great community. I was part of, and they got cancelled by their parent company uh, five, six weeks ago. And on the fourth of this month, on their YouTube channel, something popped up. Apparently, the company that cancelled SourceFed and was the parent company. Sold YouTube channel to now this news, and they're rebranding it, and they're just acting like nothing has happened. And there's been a lot of community backlash. Huh. They fired. I... They fired off about fifty people that worked on SourceFed to replace them with people doing the same thing, providing the same content. And acting like nothing's happened. That's, that's that that not that's not right. And now I know it's no, corporate it's bullshit. And I know it's there's nothing that anyone can do about it. The community is not happy. They went from a million subscribers over well over a million subscribers, and they've plummeted down under a million now. It's not it. I've been watching SourceFed for five years. And just to see all those people that I've watched and followed for five years getting axed, and then these people coming in. Now, the people that are on this channel now, it's not their fault, it's the corporation's fault that's actually made these decisions. But it's not right. I don't like it. I'm not happy.
2: I'm salty as fuck, and ho- hopefully the people who started the show originally can break off and do their own thing under an. Oh, they game.
1: are, they are. Uh, there, there's so many stuff going on. Geek Bomb, which is a YouTube channel by Mod Garrett. Uh, Only stupid answers is a podcast by Sam Basher, who does the the uh, was on SourceFed. There's so much stuff going on. They're great people. They're trying to mod Mod Garrett is actually trying to bring them all back together under her Geek Bomb banner, so that. It's those same people that were on SourceFed doing all of this content that we loved again. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm still stupid salty that this company is now making money off of all of those SourceFed videos that people are going back and watching for nostalgia.
0: That happens all the time. I know
1: know it happens all the time. I know it happens all the time. And I know it's corporate bullshit. And I know it's just how the world works. But I'm still salty about it. I'm allowed to be salty about it.
0: I guess you can be yep. salty about it. But that, that's just my salt. I'm
1: not happy. Okay. Uh
0: the only thing I have to be salty about is having to remind fools that uh I am a number one Duke of New York. Uh final thoughts, Kevin.
2: Um no final thoughts. Thank you. You're no on. final
0: thought this week. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> uh get, do go about your way. Uh Christopher, final thoughts.
1: Um Magma. I don't know.
0: That is a really terrible final thought. Um, (laughs) That's just no. Um, My final thought is always remember to wear sunscreen. Um, And with that, that is our show this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin over there is at SwingCatWithAK.com. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore mag, and I am at Gavril with two I's underscore ET. If you'd like to find us again, they're on the Dollarand server. Join the chat channel, ACTC. You can email the show at AzarosCTC at gmail.com. Our website is www.AzerothCTC.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Drop us a line on Twitter. Give us an email. Whatever. We are literally starving for attention. I I, I literally haven't eaten in a week. Please interact with us. I miss you so much. Uh say good night kids.
2: Good night
1: kids.